Hey you guys, this is Brittany with the Hey You Guys podcast, episode number five. And it's me, Becky Sparkles. And today we have a special guest, Jennifer, who is the founder of Wintastic. Everybody say hello. Yay! Hey everybody. Welcome Jennifer, welcome to episode five. We are so happy to have you on. You have no idea, we've been talking about this for a while. Aiden, 
Mike right. um, wanted to name the doll after himself, and why not? Right. So um, I said, you know, I want, I want to create this doll that can live with each family of one difference in the United States for a week at a time. I said, right. we can send a book around with it, and they can share their own stories. They can also write what they did with the doll for the week and put pictures in. Then we can turn it into an online blog, which connects people with one difference from all over the place. And I said it also helps raise awareness because it educates people on all the different one differences there are out there. And the doll continues his journey. What I like about the doll is when I get the book back, I'm seeing everything through everybody else's perspective, the parent's perspective or the adults with the one difference perspective. And I said, I take what they wrote and I flip it to put it to the doll's perspective to give him his own personality and his own life. Right. To make it more fun for the kids that are going to have this time with him. It almost makes him feel real. Absolutely. That's like they're a little bestie for the week. That is so adorable. And I found you like a really good, yeah. Yeah. I used to see where this all came from before they mm-hmm. got to him and where he's going mm-hmm. after. And I said, so it's kind of just fun and neat and that out the way. Then I was contacted by somebody from the U.K. who said, you know, can we get this going here? So we actually had another doll that was made mm-hmm. and shipped over to the U.K. Um, to get it started in the, in the U.K. at this point so that the doll will travel there on the same criteria as the U.S. doll, and the blog will be the same blog as the U.S. doll. So you'll be able to see the U.K. Aiden doll journey and the U.K. Uh, and the U.S. Aiden doll journey at the same blog. So I said that would be really neat to see that get up and going. But there is a woman named uh, Tani Carrera, and she does a tick, tick stitch crochet. Mm-hmm. Um, through Etsy, and she actually helped me design the doll, and she donated the doll to the organization. Wow. Now, where is um, the doll Aiden now, currently? Um, right now, he's actually at my house because we just had uh, the walkathon mm-hmm. just in April. So, yes, I saw that on your website. It was your first annual one, wasn't it? It was. Um, not necessarily the first annual one. I had um, a walk last April, but at that point I was going from town to town doing local awareness. I had not yet had national awareness. Mm-hmm. So between that walk and this walk, we had our first, um, we got national recognition through um, Congress and King's office. Invited my family and the organization to Washington, and we got to stand on Capitol Hill. We are recognized um, through the House of Representatives as Resolution 312. Uh, April is now Slim Differences Awareness Month, and April 18th is designated for Orange Day in honor of Slim Differences. Aww, that is awesome. Very awesome. It was our first nationally recognized walk. That's Oh, okay. Okay, I'm, I'm sorry I missed that part of it, but that's awesome. It is really awesome. So people have to um, sign up for the walk, right? And mm-hmm. then um, would, uh, is it like um, a donation 
for when they walk, or is it a, if a donation? It's usually typically around twenty-five dollars, and mm -hmm. what I included would be the organization's T-shirt. Mm-hmm. Which we still actually have plenty of. So if anybody was interested in that, because it's really the walk is just to cover the T-shirt cost. So. If anybody was interested in a T-shirt, they can make a $25 donation to the organization and just shoot me a message uh, and tell me your address, your name, and what size you would like. And we can get a T-shirt out for you. Ooh, I want to do that. The more people that wear the T-shirts, the more people that will learn to stop and ask, you know, what is fantastic? What do they do? It's all about getting the awareness out there. So. Yep, and that was the point of this podcast. So uh, I know Brittany and I have just started out. This is our fifth one. But, um, you know, anything we can do to help you along the way, we'll be glad to help. Definitely. Well, it's much appreciated. Absolutely. I love being involved in things and keeping myself busy in what other way than to help people who, you know, who need it, you know. And I think that's great. I think that's a great organization that you have um, put together, and I'm going to buy myself a T-shirt. Well, I'm going to donate. I'm going to buy it. I'm so sorry. I said it wrong. I'm going to donate, and I'm going to get a T-shirt. How about that? There you go. There we go. Okay, good. You know, the whole point, I think, of Grimtastic growing or me even getting into this is that you don't realize what's missing or, or what's needed in the world until you're standing in it, right? So with my son, I was going to say, how old is your son? I was going to say, let's start with your son. So he's five. He's five. Okay. Mm -hmm. But when I was pregnant with him, I had actually blown out my back. And it was on my birthday, and we were concerned that the strain of the injury was is going to cause issues for him. So my husband took me to the doctor, who then sent me to maternal fetal, and they said that something looked off with his arm. And right. By the way, Mrs. Quinn, you're having a little boy. So I found out the same day on my birthday that I was having a son. Mm -hmm. But in, instead of celebrating that, it was kind of bittersweet because there's this fear attached now. Sure, sure. They, they said we can't tell for sure because it could just be the positioning of his arm, so we need you to come back in two weeks. That it almost seems like it was like the longest time of my life, probably. You know, um, you'd be surprised how long two weeks can actually feel when you're, you're anxious and nervous about something. Absolutely. Two weeks later, we went back, and it was confirmed. Uh, his arm looked like a candy cane in utero, mm -hmm. and they noticed a single umbilical artery, which is an indication that he was going to be born with medical issues as well. Mm -hmm. what, we, what we did not know is what the medical issues were going to be or how severe his blood difference was going to be. Right. We were aware that in the one arm, and it wasn't until he was born that we discovered that he actually has the condition in two arms mm -hmm. um, to a different severity. They're not on the same level in both arms, which is why you didn't see it in the sonogram. 
and it turned out that he had pretty severe kidney issues as well. Oh, wow. Okay. Aiden has had 11 surgeries to date. Not oh, all of them for limb differences, but still 11 okay. surgeries. Um, right. Six of them for limb differences. Right. Six just on his arms. And, you know, he's an amazing, remarkable kid. But I remember sitting there on my steps saying, you know, I don't want my son growing up explaining why he is and who he is for the course of his difference. Because just because we call the limb difference doesn't make these people that different at all. Because in the end of the end, they're just human beings. They just have to do things a different way than people in society. They have different struggles. I'm personally not a huge fan of the word disability. Because I feel like if you were to look up the word disability in the dictionary, you're you're essentially going to be seeing that it means that somebody has to do things differently because it's something that they they struggle with something in life. That's what a disability is. It's a a struggle. Right. And last time I checked, every last one of us has to have a disability. Absolutely. So what does he struggle with, like, his day-to-day life? Like, what does, um, you know, does he need help with or uh, need to learn how to do things differently? Like, what kind of things does, does he have? Um, he's, he's only five. So right. We're at a, a different level with him now. Um, mm-hmm. As of late, things have kind of felt more typical and normal. When he was little because that's where the parts of the surgeries were, was within the first two years of his life. But that was difficult because we were in and out of the hospital all the time. You know, people don't realize how, how difficult it is. When you have a rare condition, because my son has a, Radial ray malformation, they call it. It's also known by radioplasia or radial club hand, but it's, this is a very rare condition. Limb differences as a whole may be not so rare, but all the diagnoses or undiagnoses within the limb difference community, they're rare. And, and the causes of them are sometimes even unknown. Sometimes it's just that fluke. Sometimes it's genetics, and sometimes it's done through um, in vitro fertilization is known to double your chances of birth defects. Sure. Well, that was one of the questions I was going to ask you, um, now that you just mentioned that, um, was, you know, is, does that run in your family genetically? Um, you know, I was just wondering. Genetically, no. Um, there were no genetics to track down for even. However, I don't think we'll ever have a real answer as to what, how, or why it happened. Right. I mean, I I have polycystic ovarian syndrome, so I I struggled quite a bit to get pregnant with Aiden, so I did go through the IVF procedure. But there is no way to prove whether it was the IVF that did this or if it was just a random rough of the draw, you know? Right. Sure. You know, if you were to ask me if I would change 
any of it, I wouldn't because he's incredible. Yeah. He plays hockey and soccer and football and baseball, and he's done Taekwondo where he's done more breaking with his arms. Oh, oh wow. wow. Good for him. He doesn't awesome. want to stop him. He doesn't let it hold him back. And I feel like this is where awareness is important because if the community stands behind people that have these struggles, mm-hmm. they're capable of anything. When my daughter was, my daughter is substantially older than my son. She's 14 now. She was nine when he was born. Right. And I said to her, how do I explain to the nine-year-old that her brother is going to be born with some issues? Yeah. And I said, you have to realize something, Brianna. To Aiden, everybody else in the world is different. He doesn't right. know anything else. Right. To him, he's That's just right. being born as Aiden. Right. Right. And the rest of the world is different for having five fingers versus four fingers. Right. And I said, that's okay. Because in the end, Becky, you're you, and Brittany is Brittany, and Aiden is Aiden. That's right. Right. That's right. So he has four fingers on each side, or he does? Okay. So he doesn't have a thumb? He was born with a thumb. Oh, okay. And, and his, well, what about his, I'm sorry, go ahead, Dan. On his left side, mm-hmm. uh, he has no radius completely. Mm-hmm. And without the support of the radius, the ulna did not fully grow in support. So when at birth, the arm looked like a candy Right. He had uh, what they call a floating thumb. What that means is that if you were to actually look at your thumb, you have two sections where your 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 joints are. Right. That's where your fingers are. So right. you have the tip of your thumb, which he had, but by the middle section there between the tip of the thumb and your hand, he only had these veins surrounded by skin. Oh, and the tip of the thumb hung off of that. So it was almost like a piece of string, right, holding the thumb on. So right. they, did, they did have to amputate that, and they moved the index finger over to create a new thumb in the hopes of gaining mobility. Yeah. And they created a new web space, and that's that space between, um, if you were to hold your finger, hands up and make the mm-hmm. L, right, the flap between your thumb and your index finger is considered a web space. Right. So they recreated that space on his hands. Unfortunately, wow. on the left side, because of how weak his muscles are, he has no mobility in his new thumb. Okay. Um, and because he has no radius and really not much muscle in his wrist on the left, he has no mobility in his wrist. Right. He can wiggle, wiggle mm-hmm. um, his three remains of his finger. Okay. He doesn't, he can't do a lot of bending with it. He has learned to adapt and use his pinky and the left, almost like a thumb, where it's even kind of taken on the curve that a thumb would take, and it can pick up Cheerios and bees and small objects with it. Oh, good. He can feed himself with it. So he has learned to make adaptions. Right. He 
does still use that thumb of my hand as a supportive role versus an active role. Right. Um, on the right side, uh, the radius is present, but it's close deviation. What that means is his radius bone, even though it's there, it didn't grow the complete length. Mm -hmm. So I don't know exactly how much shorter uh, his radius would be compared to where it should be. So let's just, for an example, say it's half an inch shorter. Right. He, his arm looked typical, but because of that slight shortness in the bone, the muscles and the bones going into the thumb, because they went after the radius, were not present. So his thumb is non-functioning, so he has to have an amputation of the thumb. Okay. Um, this time, when they moved the index finger over, the surgery was actually successful. He does have a functioning thumb now. Oh, good. So that that was really fantastic. Yes. It, it, it helps him immensely to have that, and because this arm wasn't as substantial as the other arm. He does have a functioning wrist. Mm -hmm. He can move it, and he has, well, he does not have full function the way you or I would, but he has, looking at him, you wouldn't notice that he okay. doesn't have full function. Right. You're still going to see him finding a way to dangle off the monkey bars and, yeah, and do all that. That's just the type of kid he is. So, Now, now, make him tell you that every year, my oldest son is 21, 
and you make him tell you every year that he's your best friend. It's it that way. That way it never stops. When I get older like that, oh my gosh, it's crazy. I, I can't even believe I have a 22 year old kid. It's, it doesn't even sound like, but make him tell you that all the time. <laughs> Absolutely, right? <laughs> I still say, come sit on mommy's lap. You know, he's huge. He's so much bigger than me, but come sit with mommy, you know.
where his doctor, Waters, his name is Dr. Waters, he's fantastic. I honestly would recommend him. I trust him with my life, all of my kids' life, over and over and over again. Absolutely. He's done fantastic work for, for my family, for Aiden. And yeah. he's located in Boston Children's Hospital, and, mm-hmm. and I can't speak highly enough about him. Absolutely amazing work. That's mm-hmm. great. Now, does Aiden have to have any more surgeries, or do you think you know, he's pretty much done? Every time I say I think we're done, you don't know. Well, yeah. Um, he does not, but there's nothing set up now for him to have right. anything that you know of. Or we are looking at another surgery. Okay. Probably coming up within the next year. Okay. Um, once he's fully grown... He has the option to do another surgery that will lengthen his arm. Okay. But that's agent's call at that point. If that's something he wants, because it's not about necessarily functionality, but necessarily a lot of what people have to think about, like agent's arm is shorter than the other arm. So there's a lot of overcompensating and having to twist his back to function at certain points. So when you're overcompensating like that and you're only looking at the fact, oh, well, this kid is a little different because his arm is shorter, no big deal. He can still ride that bicycle because he's just going to twist his back a little bit. The more yeah. he gets in that position and twists his back, he's actually going to do damage to his back. And he'll right. end up twisting his spine over time from overcompensating. And that's what happens with a lot of people with some differences. That they come right. up with their own ways of doing things. Right. And sometimes because it's not all the time occurrence, but sometimes only difference can cause additional problems as someone gets sure. older. Absolutely. So right. it's all about trying to come up with new solutions, modifying bicycles. Adaptive equipment is, is key. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. I, what were your other questions, Brittany? Did yeah. you have another one for No, I was just going to say that um, I can I know exactly what Jennifer's talking about because we, through talking, figured out that my brother actually has limb difference. We were actually never told that he did. He has um, both his left and right foot are clubbed, and he doesn't even he doesn't have an ankle or anything. He just walks on. I guess they said like the side of his tibia. So it's now like he's 21 now, and from not doing anything and not knowing anything. <laughs> He, um, his hip now is, has cracked, and he's having back problems. So now he's at the stage where you know we have to do something, or he's gonna have problems on the road. So I know exactly what Jennifer's talking about with surgeries and all that good stuff. Yeah, wow. But, yeah, so I guess, so I guess that's where your position is. Your brother wanted to touch base with somebody who has that condition that's older. Right. Absolutely, arrange that. He probably would. He, like I said, you. I think talking to you early, he does um, public speaking for a while, to schools and that stuff about you know his disability and um, you know what he's done and how he's going to bother him. Like he does pretty much everything Aiden had done when he was little. He played sports. He, you know he did has dealt with you know bullying and that. He's handled it spot on. You know. So, yeah, I think definitely if you have somebody he could talk to, he probably would because he's looking to do something because he doesn't want to do any more damage and that's already been done. Mm-hmm. So. Now, that was the next thing I was going to touch base on was uh, for 
I'm assuming that's what the donations are for for people whose insurances or don't have insurance and things like that. Is, is that what your donations go towards? Is like surgeries and doctors and things like that? Um, is that well, what it's for? Well, donations at this point, right now we're trying almost by catch up. You know, we starting a nonprofit is something that's very costly. Right. So we're still trying to cover all the costs of starting the organization while building the nest egg so that we can build the community. You know, let's, let's have events, let's set people together, let them meet other people at their own ages, let the older kids and adults be mentors to the little ones that are just now starting out and going through it. And this right. isn't just, it's not just about people that are homeless with differences because sometimes there's accidents or diseases or different differences in life that end up causing yeah. a lengthy yeah. yeah. other circumstances that, that have made them like that. So, um, and the yeah. organization tries to do our best to, to be that support for everybody. There's a lot of long-term goals that I would eventually like to see the organization get to, but, you know, you can't get there without the baby steps and all the little things along the way. We do have some events that we're in the middle of planning, uh, fundraising, to, to, like I said, build that next date. So yeah. we can start to do some of the bigger stuff that we're really excited about getting to the point of doing. Oh, good. So well, I, hope you, I hope you let us know. We'll help with announcing and, and you know, publicizing and all that stuff, too. So we'll help you along that way if, if you let us. Yeah, no, that would be great. We have, we actually have an event that I just put together today. Mm-hmm. We're going to be having July 1st. We're going to have a fantastic tea club night in my hometown of Blingenhurst. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to be selling tickets for $20. There's going to be a DJ. It's so nice because it's for high school students only. Okay. So there won't be any alcohol there. The right. place is literally done up like a fancy, swanky club. Oh. It's called the Long Island Party Depot. Um, uh-huh. That is helping us by giving us a really good deal with the room. And then we have Gina's Pizzeria up here, who's going to be donating all of the pizza for the event. Wow. Oh, nice. That's awesome. We even have a fantastic DJ company, who I happen to know is cool. Really? Honestly, great people. And they're going to be donating their time as well. And this uh, cutting-edge DJ. So yeah. if it's for the community stepping up, and not just donating money, but donating services and sitting there saying, let me help you put together this event, that's money that isn't coming out of the organization to right. so a fundraiser can legitimately be right. a fundraiser so that we can start to do for for everybody with these for their yeah their services and their time yeah their services and their time I think that's awesome yeah. I I know that's going to turn out really well I hope you follow up with us and let us know how that went yeah absolutely I mean, we have a couple of other events that we are in the midst of planning so mm-hmm. that's pretty exciting we're going to be hosting two events in the next few months 
Uh, we're going to do a barbecue cornhole tournament taking place at the American Legion in Westfield, New Jersey. The event has food, music, it's going to be outdoor volleyball. Um, we hope to have everyone attending feel like they're in a backyard event with friends, very laid back. Um, Quite fun. Yeah. For the summer. The next one is going to be in mid-November at Warren Park in Woodbridge, New Jersey. It's going to be a softball tournament, tournament with a cash price. Um, oh, and all U-Trip Class E and D teams will be invited to attend, so check out the USSSA website for more information on that as the mentor is closer. And we'll definitely put some information up on the Lacrosse website as well. Oh, 
moment, guys. No hugs. I love it. I love it. Well, I want to personally thank you, Jennifer, for being on our podcast. This has definitely been a learning experience for me. And I tell you, if, if I didn't know a lot of medical terms and things like that, like I, I, I could follow you, you know what I'm saying, because I'm medically knowledgeable. So, But um, definitely when people listen to this, they're going to learn a lot. And mm-hmm. I definitely have learned a lot. And Yeah, I tried my best to kind of simplify and explain. You did a great job. You did. You absolutely did. But, yeah, I followed you perfectly, and um, you definitely taught me a lot, definitely. Definitely. Thank you. That's that's definitely the whole point of why we're here and doing this. Right. So I I appreciate you guys opening up your podcast and giving them fantastic an opportunity to speak. And I really hope everybody enjoys listening to my son put Brittany in her place. Yes, he did. <laughs> he took over that interview. That was absolutely adorable. I, I, so cute. And I honestly wish that there was... Hey, everybody. This is Brittany from Hey You Guys Podcast. And as you all know, this week we are talking with the founder of Fantastic Jennifer and her son, Aiden. Right now we're going to do a little interview with Aiden. And we hope you all enjoy it. So, hi, Aiden. Hi. So, I have a few questions for you, not too many. We're just going to start off by asking you to tell us a little bit about yourself. I have four fingers, and I have five and five toes. Wow. What do you like to do? Play. With my superhero toy. Who's your favorite superhero? Flash, Superman, Lion Man, and Batman. And, 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 Flash and Arrow are my favorite as well. See, there's something common. Do you watch the Flash TV show? I love goldfish. They're so pretty. 
Okay. No, your mom told me that you you like sports and you play sports. Okay. Oh. I can't hear you. I'm sorry. You cut out at the end about your fish. He's a real goat. Oh, okay. Now I heard. Sorry, Aiden. A real fish. A real fish. A goldfish. Oh, 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 yes. Not the cracker goldfish. The real, the real fish. That's right. <laughs> Got you. Thank you for repeating that, Aiden. I'm sorry. My phone keeps cutting out. Your mom says you play sports. Can you tell me what kind of your favorite sport is and what you like to play and mm-hmm. anything about that? Uh, three favorites. Well, soccer, hockey, and football. Soccer, hockey, and football. Okay. Who's your favorite players? Do you have a favorite uh, player? I love my friend from my classroom on, on my team, which is Dominic, Ronnie, and another one. They're your favorite players. They're on the team. She plays soccer. So his his favorite players are his classmates. Oh, that's nice, Aiden. What what position do you play in soccer? Um. They don't really do that at his age. Oh, they don't? Okay, I'm sorry. I don't know. No, they just kind of direct them how to play. Gotcha. I used to play soccer, too. A game tonight. A soccer game tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not telling I actually played soccer for a while myself, so it's one of my favorites as well. Okay, what is your favorite thing to do? Um... I already answered that. Play with toys. Oh, I didn't. Did. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm going through a list, Aiden. That's my fault. Um, okay. This one actually goes with something that you talked about earlier. You like superheroes. So if you could wake up with a superpower, what would it be? Every superpower. Every superpower. That would be that's smart. I'm telling you, why have one, you can have them all. Um, Every single one superpower. I think that's a good answer. I agree with you on that. Why, yeah. Uh, what is your favorite TV show? Um, uh, the one with the racing snail. Oh, yes. Turbo, right? The movie Turbo? Or no? Yeah. That's a good movie. We never seen it, but now we saw it. We said we never saw it, but now we did see it. Okay. (laughs) We never saw it, but we did see it now. I didn't see it before either. I just saw it recently, too. It is good. I agree with you. I only have one more question for you, and then you can hit me with as many questions as you like, Aiden. The last question I had for you was, um, if you could only eat one thing for the rest of your life, what would it be? Um, um, that lobster. There you go. I do like red lobster is actually really good, too. I agree with you. So what kind of questions do you have for me, Aiden? I think 
Oh, all right. I'm ready. What is your favorite color? Ooh, I have two favorite colors, actually. My favorite colors are purple and green. What are your favorite What's colors? What's your favorite sport? Soccer, actually. I played for a little bit. I do also like football, though, and hockey. What is 10 plus 10? Oh, boy. Hold on. 20. I... Yes. Do you think I'm cute? Of course you're cute. Now, his favorite question. That's going to make you laugh. Do you like stinky farts? Well, I think who doesn't love a good fart? I mean, it's always better out than in, I say. Let them rip. <laughs> <laughs> now I got more questions. Huh? I'm gonna... Oh, well, you don't have to write them. You can just ask her. In general. Anything. Um, oh my. Uh I think a fav my favorite thing I have was my mother does um crafts. I'm not sure which one has, but she um made my graduation announcement pack when I graduated many, many years ago. That's probably one of the favorite things for me that I have. The Flash. Um, I watch a lot of British television. And if only you could see the look on his face when you said The Flash. I love The Flash. Oh, yes. Never miss an episode. And The Arrow. I watch that, too. A lot of good shows. Any more questions? Mm-hmm. All right. I'm ready. You hit me with them. Probably 
Sherlock Holmes, Hound of the Baskerville. I read old books a lot. It's okay, and I had to look too. I don't know, I like, there was an old lady who swallowed a fly. Do you have 
I think, you know, there's always room for improvement. <laughs> what? It's always room what? for improvement. What? I, what is your